three intrepid explorers are going around the world in 80 podcasts. They're going to follow in the famous footsteps of Jules Verne's miserable hero, Phileas Fogg, all from the safety of their podcast studio. It's time to discover new places whilst listening to a drawn-out and mostly damning book review. Hello, friends. Hello, foes. And welcome to Around the World in 80 Podcasts. <laughs> foes listening in. You're going to be closer. <laughs> um, welcome to Around the World in 80 Podcasts. This week, it's all about prison escapes. And joining me in this super special episode are Ben Tunnel Digger Smith and Lawrence Cruel Prison Guard Osler. Mm. How yeah, are you guys? Yeah. I think I'll be honest. If I was around in those times, oh, you'd be such would, a weasel. I would have been. A, I would have been a yes man. They would have been like, yeah, could you? do What do you that? mean? What the times of prisons? No, you know what times I'm talking about. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> you've gone straight there. You know what times I'm talking about? No, the the bad times in Europe during the sort of the forties. And you're so you would have gone along with it. I think I think I would have been one of the people who was okay, just like yeah. it's better to turn a blind eye. Don't say that out loud. It doesn't sound like you're a good guy, necessarily. No, I just... I, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, ah, I hate myself for it, but I think I would have been one of those people. Awful you people. know what? I'd say um, don't make that judgment, you know, because you're not, you're not there yet, and um, I, I, I don't believe you. Thanks, I think man. you'd have been a good guy. That's all I was looking for. No, he did vote Trump. Yeah, and right, and yeah, and, you know, we, and we pounded him for that. <laughs> A lot of illegal votes. He would have won without it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, he voted in uh, like Kentucky, where he won by 30 points. <laughs> California, he lost by a mile. Oh, yeah, right. so. um, anyway, how, how are you guys? We've covered that. Um, yeah. Quick one before we start. Yeah, being in a prison, visiting or otherwise? No, um, heading off to um, The Rock. Oh, so, uh, I went there a couple of years ago. It was great. Yeah. We had a really good time. Alcatraz, you're talking about? Oh yeah, um, brilliant. It was one of the best touristy things I've ever done. It's not very interesting. It's just, that's, mm-hmm. that's true. It's opinion. Five stars. Five stars. Ten I'd, stars. I'd give it. At, what, how many stars out of? Forty-one. Uh, I'd give it seven stars. It was wow. that good. Oh. It really was good. Um, seven stars out of five. Yeah, and there's some good. But what's great about it is the story. So you've got Al Capone. You've yes. got the Birdman, yeah. and the stories are great. We've told all these stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're obsessed with Alcatraz. You, yeah. There's very rarely an episode that goes by you don't bring it up. I know. Mm. I, know I went to a I prison mean, recently. Another one, they put it in the water. It's, you know, similar vibe to Alcatraz. I really like the human idea. Oh, just shove them in an island, right? Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. Shutter Island. Shutter Island. Uh, I went to Robin Island, where Mandela was were stayed, and they'd yes. made like a three escapes ever, even though it's only a seven-kilometre swim Easy. to the nearest point. There are sharks there, big ones. Big sharks, and I mean, if you were just suddenly taken to prison, you wouldn't have been like prepping to do that swimming, and you can't practice there, they're very against it. Yeah, yeah. against swimming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I just... want to lead a swimming club. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You're getting really good at swimming. What are you going to do with that? You're in prison. <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> um, anyway, we're going to hear a lot more about prisons later. You can be blastedly sure of that. <laughs> um, but for That's now, sure. let's get to book club because. We left on a cliffhanger. We did. Around around the world in 80 volts. Book club. It's all gone wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Fog, with just six hours or so to go, is locked in prison in Liverpool. He needs to be in London. Mm. Liverpool is... In eight and a half hours. And it's six hours to get to London. Uh, no, yeah, he's got about eight hours left at this stage. Okay, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. He's looked around him, he's decided he can't escape, which is 
I mean, he's lazy. He he basically walks one lap of the cell. His entire like fortune is riding on this, mm. and he's gone. Nah, looks tricky to escape. <laughs> um, <laughs> so time's ticking away. Uh, he's made his token effort to uh, escape the prison by looking around. There's nothing you can do. So we're left waiting with him as the clock ticks round, and literally we're just there for like a paragraph where he goes, and then the time was this, and then the time was this. <laughs> At two thirty-three, there's a sudden din outside the door. It's the whole gang. No. Fix. Ayuda. Passepartout. Oh, Captain Speedy. Uh, maybe. <laughs> much. <laughs> much. Absolutely much. Colonel Stamp Fox. It's not the They're all in London waiting. Uh. Uh, they've come to release him because Fix has realised his mistake. The real thief was arrested three days ago. Oh. Fog is free. Let's get this mother effing trip done. Yeah. As a quick side note, mm. we have called the episode "Prison Escapes," yeah. uh, and as we've just told you. He was just let out of jail. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, that's an, an administrative error on my part uh, after reading the chapter yeah. and then uh, get, anointing it with that name. Same time, if we'd called it Prison Release, not the same. No. But would it be the same podcast if Laws had read... <laughs> Definitely not. It would be more competent, it would be... It'd be a, a much better podcast. Show, yeah. Be to, yeah, people yeah. listen. Anyway, what we want. let's let bygones be by Uh He's got a bet to win. Let's get on with it. Mm. Before he attempts to win said bet, however, there are scores to be settled. He thrashes Passport 2. <laughs> so, Passport 2 would like that. Yeah, he would, I yeah. deserve it. He walks straight up to Fix, draws back both arms, and with automatic precision landed both his fists on the wretched <laughs> detective. A double punch! I can't be. <laughs> now... You're, you're probably thinking now it's quite rare you see a double punch because it necessarily reduces the power of both fists and you end up looking a bit of a clown <laughs> double punch <laughs> I wasn't seen it coming both arms are raised <laughs> just move out of the way <laughs> what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like you basically push someone mildly because there's no way yeah. you can hit hard with two arms at yeah, once you can't put your body weight through it over it's that. only arm weight it's all wrist yeah that's well, so um, great I guess I guess he was pretty impressed by the punch though was he? Gene Gene <laughs> um, Gene fucking loves this <laughs> He, his first response is just basically to shriek well hit <laughs> and it wasn't because he used two it arms at once been. it actually can't have been You've no never... one has ever done that an entire sport of boxing any master no. any fighting it's, no, it's no, not a like, move are you orthodox or are you uh, southpaw or are you double <laughs> I'm a double punchman you're standing um, quite square on to me <laughs> you'll see he's standing exactly square on to me what? what's he doing guys Oh, as Andy Joshua is listening, uh, next time you in the rematch of Klitsch, there's one thing he's not going to be expecting. You go, oh, you you blocked that, did you? Oh, and you blocked this other hand too. How about double punch? <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's someone being so full of enthusiasm that it's just, it's just all of my limbs. Oh. <laughs> um, so Passport shouts, well hit, and then he uh, then goes on to shout again uh, what Jules describes as an atrocious pun, quite worthy of a Frenchman. I mean, you're right in it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and here is, here is the pun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've read it. It's, uh, it's, oh yes. I, you wait. I have no idea what's going to happen. It starts, by Jove. It's not part of the pun. This deserves to be called Un bel application de points d'Angleterre. 
Uh, okay. Uh, and Bella, beautiful. I'm just waiting for you to laugh, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, no, okay, the, the translation of that is, and this is when you'll really get it, um, a beautiful application of British fists. Is it a pun? It is a pun, Loz. It's pretty my version. Uh, it probably is. It's more of a pun in mine. In this one, it's because basically the pun on this is, it's uh, because points dongleter as opposed to poings dongleter, which means fists, English fists. Point dongleter means English lace, which is a okay. thing. So, so that's that. What's it in yours, Ben? It's, uh, <laughs> oh, it's dreadful. No, it's, what is it? So is he saying that it's a kind of a lacy punch, a girly punch? I don't think so. I think he's just the fact. I think the fact is English lace is a phrase, and he's applied English fists instead of lace. I see. Yeah, clever. Another phrase. It's in French, though. It works. While Ben thinks of that, what I'm imagining, what my favourite bit of it when I imagine it is, is the moment as he raises the two fists, (laughs) because there'll be like just a few seconds where people are thinking, "Is he gonna? (laughs) (laughs) Is the double punch as it comes down? Is he gonna hug him? (laughs) Oh, there it is." (laughs) I mean, Fix is entirely understood. Yeah, Fix is presumably thinking, what, what's the... Ah. Actually... Uh, I remember what mine is. Yeah. Um, in my version, it's ent- entirely different. It's, uh, what a striking application of the English edu- uh, education system, or something like that. There's uh, no way education... Striking is the pun. Stri- and that, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, lovely stuff. Both bad, but at least your one makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, well, this one, I mean, is I mean, it's a very niche yeah. pun in French. Mm. Oh, they're both bad puns, but this is yours edges. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So Fix, somewhat surprisingly, is down, and he's staying down. He knows he's a beaten man. He's taken two punches at once. According to Vern, he's received nothing but his due. The rest of the gang, and yes, Sayuda is there, uh, jump in a cab to the station, but they've just missed the express train by the matter of 35 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) How weird for Jules to include that. I I mean, it feels like he's closer to the next train than he was missing the previous. (laughs) But then you go, oh, we're 20 minutes early for the train. Yeah, there's another one in two minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, you're writing it. Put two minutes. Yeah. Why would it matter? No one's going to check the timetables. <laughs> Why doesn't he ask the question at that point? <laughs> if you, you miss something by 35 minutes, you've not missed it, really. <laughs> yeah, you're never going for it. Yeah, you're never going I mean, the cab was probably shorter than 35 minutes long. Yeah. They've left after the train's gone. When they started out, they weren't going to yeah. get it. Uh, and then we go on to the journey down. So, obviously, in response to just missing this train, uh, Fogg just bribes someone. Harry's got any money left, who knows. Uh, they get on a train. They need to make London in five and a half hours from Liverpool. I mean, that's very doable. Yeah. Very doable. As long as there's no delays. There are delays. Uh, now, you'd think, traffic. as this is, uh, Vern tells us nothing about these delays. He says, there were forced delays. It's only, literally, the most critical part of the entire book. <laughs> and we are given no details on the delays. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Forced. forced delays. Forced. Forced. The delays are forced. <laughs> Like, rather than those unforced he, delays. He jumps on the train and there's five and a half hours. Oh, we're going to get a really good account. The last five and a half hours, can he get there? And it's just, oh, they were delayed. He arrives five minutes late. Next sentence, he arrives five minutes late. He's lost his bet. That's I'll it. Tell, I'll tell you, Nick, it's about as vague a description as a southern railway. <laughs> <laughs> stuff. I'll tell you, it's a... It's a, it, on the rail, is it? yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful application of English lace. <laughs> yeah. What's the one you said? Railways. 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 Five minutes. He, he gets in five minutes late. I literally cannot believe we're not told about more about the delays. I know we've established, we've established this before, but he's he's a bad writer, <laughs> especially for this genre. Like he'd be, I think he'd be a very good non-fiction writer. Well, not very good, but you know, like he would about be, engineering, fact, about yeah, ships, really boring, slightly sexy ships. But this is this is the moment. It should be thrilling. It should be like he's on the to chase his on. Was well, so it? You get the sentence. You got five and a half hours. As long as no delays, you're getting it. Oh, I can see near the end of the chapter. It must be the next chapter. He talks about this journey. And it's just literally the next line. There were delays. <laughs> he was late. 
Five and a half, five minutes late. Like, five minutes. Not even him rushing from the station trying to get through. Like, oh god, no, just yeah, he was late. It was late. <laughs> and, it's all, and it's all over. He's lost his bet. Uh, that's the end of the book. And, I mean, that's where we're going to leave it this week. I mean, it's not a, it's a cliffhanger in a way, but yeah, he's, he's just lost his bet. So uh, we'll tell you more about the delays if we could, but we can't. So it's all been for nothing. Yeah. We and can speculate about delays. Sure. But that's the end of the book. No point, is it? No. So after all that, which is ridiculous as well, because Fogg has factored in everywhere. Like, he factored in the fact that... The elephant the, delays. The <laughs> elephant delays, the railway wouldn't be built. Everything, he sits there smugly saying, well, I've already factored this <laughs> Liverpool in. to London line. You factor this in, did you, mate? How could you have heard about that in advance? <laughs> no, no Very way. easy to find out about elephants <laughs> in the middle of India. It's the one bit of transport you should know about. <laughs> anyway, well, um, well, we'll find out what he's going to do about this. Because he is bankrupt now, and he's likely going to jail for bankruptcy, if not bank robbing. Mm. Um, but we'll find out more next week when we're in Savile Row in London. Yeah. Around around the world in eighty points. Local life. Guy, um, I googled news. Googled prison escapes. Uh, there was a lot of fucking prison escapes. <laughs> like, I thought there'd be a couple of fun stories. Yeah. Oh no, people are just escaping constantly from like the UK and the US, not like like tiny little prisons like on islands. It's like the, the biggest prisons in any city. Yeah. But people were walking out. I mean, they so I, stay there. I, it was it then? But you'd have thought people who make the prisons knew that. No. They didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. That's the first thing they should why, have thought. Why don't they make them more comfortable? And the other thing, Ben, um, is that these are the worst type of people. How so? We're talking criminals. I'll tell you more about these criminals because I picked up. I picked out just five of my favourite recent escapes. Fun-loving criminals? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so this first guy. Um, so this guy, I'll just tell you how you escape first. Um, he failed to return to HMP <laughs> San Fernando. <laughs> so, yeah, it's an open prison, basically, on the Isle of Sheppey in Kent. Oh, it's an open prison. You think, oh, that's fair enough. I mean, he's, he's going to be, what, like, white-collar crime? Nothing too bad. Michael Wheatley, 55, dubbed the Skullcracker, <laughs> who was given 13 life sentences for a string of violent rains on banks and building societies. Why is he in an open prison? Yeah, he shouldn't oh. be in an open prison. And also, not even just no prison, he's allowed just to leave <laughs> and to him to return. The Skullcracker? <laughs> Shall I come back? Up to you. <laughs> so they just sent him a text on Skullcracker. We noticed you're not here. Would you mind popping back? <laughs> I'm out cracking skulls. <laughs> My nickname's not the prison returner. Right, finish that skull, crack it up. If you could get back for dinner time, we've got to register. We're happy skull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skullcracker. That's not an appropriate so prison. Amazing. Who so, decides that he's in an open prison? <laughs> Whose choice is that? Here's, um, here's another good one. This is HMB Pentonville, so like the major one in North London. It's a big one. Two inmates, uh, Matthew Baker and James Whitlock, used diamond-tipped cutting equipment. They shouldn't have that. No. To, <laughs> to break through cell bars. <laughs> give them a normal drill. Can these break through uh, cell bars? No, you've got diamond-tipped ones. We'll take that. Um... <laughs> They, uh, they also scaled the perimeter wall to get out, which shouldn't be doable. And they left mannequins in their bid to fool the prison guards. Why have they got mannequins? That's <laughs> <laughs> the most basic film. <laughs> Don't leave mannequins lying around. Guys, can I just ask, um, you're quite an ass goldcracker. Um, can I just ask why you want a diamond-tipped drill and a mannequin? It's in the Welcome to Prison kit. It's a mannequin, a diamond-tipped drill, uh, a ladder. <laughs> Do take your toolbox. <laughs> I tell you, those guys are really quiet down since we installed the climbing wall in one of the walls. <laughs> Where should we put that climbing wall? On the perimeter wall. Really? Yes. <laughs> How are they going to do Lugging it into the cell, I don't know. <laughs> You've got a visitor. <laughs> seems to have a mannequin under your arm. It's got a crash dummy logo on his head. <laughs> I watched uh, Escape from Alcatraz recently. Have you mm. ever seen that? 
I don't and the mannequin that he creates is so ridiculously <laughs> awful. He's cut human hair from some, one of the other prisoners and drawn a face on, and it looks terrible. So like Wilson from Castaway. Yeah, but someone gets away with it twice. Uh, right, three more. Right, here's okay. Um, a maximum security federal prison in California. Now, whatever you say about the Americans, you assume they take their prison seriously because they really hate like poor people and people in jail. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, convicted carjacker, Guaymar Cabrera Hernandez, just made a run for it. The key to his brazen escape, he literally just made a run for it, was that uh, five guard towers ringing the perimeter of the compound were not staffed. <laughs> and you think, no, you How think, many guard towers are there? Five. Well, with five we know of, and there's probably at most six. But you, think, you know, you think, okay, that's pretty good in his, but Guaymar yeah, Cabrera Hernandez has been pretty savvy there. He's seen them, you know, change of the guards, and he's looked out. Oh no, they've been unstaffed for six years. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone at this prison? Well, where's he made a run through? Is the door left exactly. open? Exactly. Well, left the door open, have they? It doesn't make any sense. Like, Maximum security. Sure. Right, here's a couple. Maximum. Doesn't seem like it's maximum. No. I say if they were staffed, that would be maximum. Yeah, this is maximum minus five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a different angle on it. This guy um, has been on the run for over three decades. Um, was finally recaptured. Um, he basically, he was given a seven-year sentence. Really, served one year, then just escaped. It's not for me. Um, so, but three decades. I think now this guy's pretty savvy. Want to know where they caught him? In his yeah. house. Sixty years old, so yeah, he's he's tricked them for three decades. <laughs> living in his house. Just done nothing. He walked back home. Where's he gone? Why <laughs> I don't, we'll never see him again. No. No point checking. Someone give him a text, but he won't reply. <laughs> Finally though, I would give it you know, give it the other side of the coin. This guy didn't make it out. He uh he just basically tried to climb a load of razor wire and was stopped because it's razor wire. Yeah. The weird thing about this guy is he got given a sentence of two to 15 years, which is vague. <laughs> and he was about uh, like 12 months in. So yeah. you think, if it's, if it's two, Stick it out. you're nearly there, mate. Yeah. How can it possibly be two to 15 years? Exactly. Happen? Yeah. You've got, well, we're not sure how many you've killed. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what turns up. Mate. Yeah. So he was tasered the hell out of him, but I mean, ah, he's an idiot. He could have been released as early as December, oh, in December next year. So, I mean, you've had to wait 16, yeah. 18 months. Mm. So, climb the razor wire. Right, guys, um, that's all I've got. Prison escape. I, I mean, that, that was that of lot. five of the thousand I could have found in the last, like, month. Yeah, I know Loz loves it. Yeah. But now we've got a load of prison escapes coming up in college contest. Around, around the world in 80 points. Welcome to College Contest. Uh, the rules of this quiz are exactly the same as Universe Challenge, except there's only five starter questions. Um, this week, Ben is playing Loz. Uh, I think if Loz wins this, it might be all square. I think it might be. I think that's uh, what we've agreed. Yeah. Uh, we've only a few episodes to go. Fortunately for Loz, this week's a prison escape special, and every starter is the same theme, which I'll explain in a minute, but it's all to do with films. And I'm famously knowledgeable about films. Can I, can I hear your buzzer, Ben? I don't think we'll need to hear yours, Loz. Uh, just in case I do buzz. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's, that's question question <laughs> three is the usual buzz. Lose. Yeah. Yeah. Lose. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so basically, each question, start question, is I will explain a film in the kind of canon version that Loz likes to give from IMDb each time. You've got to name the film. So for example, it would be uh, a man dressed as a aviation, an a, a flying animal escapes the rock, the Birdman of Alcatraz. I've never seen the film. I assume he dresses like a bird. Mm, must do. Um, anyway, the first real one's coming up right now. We can start with a reasonably toughy one. Fingers on buses. Right. A doctor, wrongfully convicted of killing his wife, leaps off a storm pipe into a dam. 
think I might at gunpoint. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very famous yeah, scene, this. Yeah. Zodiac. Right. Um, I know it's Harrison Ford. It is Harrison Ford. And the Tommy Lee Jones escapes me, but I will just go for Fatal Attraction. Fugitive. Fugitive. Oh. Damn it, man! Knew that one. Um, so that. we'll come back to those uh, bonuses later. Um, question number two: A banker crawled through tunnels in a sewer. It's the it's one, one that I knew. <laughs> 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 ah, that hurts. That's tough. That's we needed. That he's normally quite fast. The Shawshank Redemption is based on a Stephen King story. Your bonuses are on Stephen King, Ben. Yeah, you're ten up. Which book features the scariest of all clowns, Pennywise? It. It's correct. Complete this line from the film of The Shining. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Indeed. Roland the Gunslinger and the Man in Black and characters from which Stephen King series? Oh, I don't know. Uh, the, 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 um... Series. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kingpin series. Uh, Dark Tower. Soon to be a film. <laughs> Starring Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba. Good guy. Good um, uh, it's 20-0 to Ben. Uh, Loz, you need this one early, I think, just to get... But it gives you some confidence. I think you're better at films than you think you are, mate. Oh, my knowledge is fantastic. It's just confidence. Like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that's, that's a problem. <laughs> Poultry heroes Ginger and Rocky lead a feather-filled escape from a farm. Chicken Run. It's Chicken Run! Nice, love. So you didn't, have, you didn't even give me say that confidently, but no, you knew but, it. Yeah, yeah. Poultry here, it's really good. Chicken Run is made by Ardman, who made Wallace and Gromit. You both is wrong, Wallace and Gromit. Okay. Um, in the film The Wrong Trousers, the villainous Feathers McGraw is the main antagonist. What kind of animal is McGraw? Ooh, um... I don't know. I, Come on, mate. So the Wrong like Trousers? Feathers McGraw, so maybe a bird? I don't know. Uh, a, a, a chicken... Penguin, it's a penguin. Right? It's a penguin. Oh, yeah. Where do Wallace and Gromit go in a grand day out? Do they go to the moon? They do! More confidence, mate. Come on. You know this. The moon. What nice. was the name of the 2005 Wallace and Gromit feature film? Um, was it something like... Something to do with Wednesdays or something? No. Am I going to help you? I don't know. Give me a... <laughs> <laughs> no, no I don't know. The, the sheep that came to dinner? Not bad. Yeah, you can have no points. Uh, the curse of the, the curse of the wearer, but then yeah, yeah it's 2015. But Lois, you're back in. 76 POWs dig tunnels known as Tom, Dick, and Harry. Great escape. Great escape. It's him hard. <laughs> I, you, you, you knew you knew more than you thought. Yeah, you? that's what. And I'm actually quite pleased. In fact, you knew all of them. In the Great Escape, the gang escape. I don't think they call themselves the gang in it, but the gang escape mm. from a camp, camp in Poland. So your bonuses are on Poland. This is the one you're going to be annoyed by, Lars, because it involves flag questions. Oh, I love flags. The Polish flag has a white top half and a red bottom half. Name one of the two countries whose flag is exactly the opposite. Oh, heck. Um, Latvia? No. Lars? Singapore? No, close. Oh. Indonesia and Monaco. Mm. Um, <laughs> what is the best result the Polish football team has ever had at a World Cup? Yeah, good question. In terms of overall progress in the tournament, not a single game. Quarter final. No. Lost, you know? Well, I now say last 16. They've made third place twice. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven countries border Poland. Name five. Oh, and there are no mistakes allowed. Wow. Um, Germany. Why would mistakes be allowed? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> make the point mistakes. is, there aren't lost. Yeah, d- d- all Poland. 
Yeah. Uh, so we've got Germany. Germany's in the bank. Are you happy with that? That's in the bank. You're a fifth of the way there. That's banks. That's one of the five points, that's if that's how it works. That, you're all right with that. Yeah. Good. Um, no mistakes so far. I'm counting mistakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye on mistakes. Yeah. I'm not going to get this at all. Um, let's just say... Well, that attitude. Yeah. I'm not. You've got less confidence than Mars. Um, okay, uh, let's just get it over with. Holland. Logic, can you have a crack this one? Oh, yeah, I'll give it a bloody good crack. Czech Sorry. Republic, Sorry. Russia, Belarus, Germany... Austria. No, it's a mistake. Hungary. Hungary. I didn't know it was a mistake. It's not Hungary. It's not Slovakia, Hungary. Slovakia. <laughs> yeah, Slovakia. Slovakia and Ukraine. Oh, and Lithuania. Ukraine. Of course you've been, well, yeah, Ben, you only got ten points there. Yeah, so it's 30-15. Lodge, you get this and you're, you're all in this, mate. Pele, Bobby Moore, Ozzy Ardiles and Sylvester Stallone football their way to freedom. I think I, like, I, think I know it, but I don't know it. Uh, do you want to have a guess? Um... Shooting the goal. Preemptive no. <laughs> uh, prison. Get out. <laughs> Escape to victory. Ah, that's it. <clears throat> Everyone knows to right, there are six bonuses. It's still in play. Lodge, you're only 15 points down. You can do this. You can you can draw level here. Are they all on films? None of them are on films. Some of them are on films. <laughs> um, the Fugitive, going back to the first question, is set in Chicago. Your bonuses are on Chicago. In what state do you find Chicago? I think I said it earlier. Was it Illinois? Yeah, we just said it earlier, unfortunately. Um... But you speeded it, so you're only 10 points down. The Chicago Marathon is one of the six world majors. Name the other two in America. I don't know. Miss Rob Paper Scissors. Oh, okay. One, two, three, show. Lodge has smashed Ben's puny scissors to pieces with a rock. The other two in America, New York and I'll say, I'll say Boston. It is Boston. Uh, the six majors are Boston, Berlin, Chicago, New York, London and Tokyo. Lodge... You're only five points down. It's been tight there. I mean, you just edged out Ben one speed. You've done him on rock, paper, scissors. This could be crucial. Okay. It's a film question. Name one of the three lead actors in the 2002 film Chicago, which won the best. I pressed that, didn't I? Yeah. And I interrupted yeah. and I don't know. So what I'm going to do, Nick, is so close. this answer, which is... Chicago! Um... Try to get out a bit more. <laughs> oh, Chicago. Sure. Robert De Niro. Bobby D. You lose five points. That's not right, is it? Not bad to take a 15-point lead and be unassailable. You I still thought you'd seen this question. with you and McGregor? I've not seen it. You and McGregor. No, it's uh, Richard Gere, Zeta oh. Jones, and Zoe Wegger. I was going to say him. Why are we... Is what that because of... Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Not seen either. Right. There's but three questions it. left. There's ten points in it. Loz, you really blew it there, mate. Silly Loz. <laughs> I mean, you knew you weren't going to get it. I thought you'd finish the question. Hey, if I had, you wouldn't have known it. No. So, Sylvester Stallone plays a goalkeeper in Escape to Victory and looks ridiculous doing it. Your bonuses are on famous goalkeepers. Who was England's keeper when they won the World Cup? Happy Shilks. No, it wasn't! It was the other one! But I've already he said, said it, yeah, of course he has. There's no way of knowing. Um, I don't know. It's Gordon Banks. Gordon Banks, yes. Can I just panicked and said it. <laughs> <laughs> is that over? No, if he gets his last two, he can draw. I mean, this is an outrageous display of self-sabotage. <laughs> Ben hasn't answered the question for about 20 minutes no. to maintain the lead actually his lead has grown lately <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, which Russian nicknamed both Black Spider or the Black Panther is widely regarded as the best keeper ever uh, Dmitry Sergei Pozanov you know you didn't get any of them but you're close on all of them no idea Lev Yashin mm. football journalist over there yes. which Paraguayan is the only goalkeeper to ever score a hat-trick 
there. It was Schiller there. Loz, if you hadn't fucked up Chicago, you'd have drawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, it was the Gordon Banks one that should have got stuff. Well, the one where you cost yourself five points didn't help, certainly. Mm. I mean, that was... Ben, ben got his 30 <laughs> by... Sat. By the third starter. Yeah, I answered all of those bonuses. <laughs> yeah. Just some many of them. <laughs> ben got himself a 15-point lead. I knew it was enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. After that, I just looked at him. He kept panicking. He went, since, since Ben took that 15-point lead, you've answered maybe 15 questions yeah. <laughs> and not hauled him in. It's, it's Gordon Banks that'll haunt me. Yeah. Not Chicago? I mean, I feel that would haunt you because you would still have drawn even without, even with the Banks mishap. You went in quite early there. In fact, that was the old loss. Yeah. You went really early in Chicago because I knew you wouldn't know it. I was tempted not to accept your buzz. But that happens in quiz games. I think that means, Ben, we've only got, what, we've got three episodes, four episodes left? Yeah, I think we might be done here. And you're two down. No, I can still be... Oh, because Ben is hosting two. The I'm last. hosting. Mm. I'm so I'm, I'm answering three. I need to skew my quizzes. Towards, oh, just make questions hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking to skew them my way instead of Loz, yeah. yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me an impressive situation later. Sure. I will panic. Or just literally throw or just it a long question three. Yeah, or no, that literally all you have to do is pause in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, he'll buzz in because yeah. the pressure will be too much. I'll shout something. Pitch <laughs> 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 Hero! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next week, listeners, and it's exciting times, we're back in London. We're back in London. We're back where it all began some 70 or 9 or 80 days ago, and he's late. Yes. So okay. we'll find out what happens there next week. Uh, until then, bye, bye, I guess. Bye. Cracking, cracking fun. Cracking fun.